Well, time to get a history lesson from Professor Andreas Evagora. It's something of a sequel this weekend on Le Beaujeu. He's taking us back to 2012, the year after Eden Hazard's Lille won the Ligue 1 Uber Eats title. This time, it was an unknown quantity named Olivier Giroud who fired Montpellier to the title ahead of Carlo Ancelotti's PSG. July 2007, Grenoble Football Club. Coach Mecha Bazdarevic is looking to prune his squad ahead of the new second division season. The Bosnian takes a final look at the club's playing staff and calls youngster Olivier Giroud into his office. The gangly 20-year-old has dreamed of playing in Ligue 1 since his childhood, but the striker's only scored two goals in two years at Grenoble and he's about to get some terrible news. Olivier, you aren't good enough to play in the second division, let alone the first, says Bazdarevic. Sorry, but we're letting you go. Five years later, Giroud was rebuilding his career and spearheading outsiders Montpellier to a shock Ligue 1 title. As the club pulled off one of the biggest surprises in the history of French football, Giroud was more than top scorer. He symbolised the us-against-them mentality of a team made up of cast-offs and youth products. A season earlier, champions Lille were inspired by the generational talent that was Eden Azar. Giroud couldn't have been more different. After being rejected at Grenoble, he played amateur football while studying to become a physical education teacher. But those humble beginnings didn't stop Giroud launching a stellar career on the back of a quite unbelievable season. Tucked in the southwest of the country, unheralded Montpellier Hero Sport Club were also runs in French football and never had come close to winning the league until 2012. Known as La Payade, the neighbourhood where the Mosson Stadium is located, they'd finished 14th in 2011, that only their second campaign in the top flight after a long period in Ligue 2. The club was perhaps best known for its larger-than-life president, Louis Nicolas, known as Lulu, who'd made his fortune in the rubbish collection business. There's little confidence in the air, and before the 11-12 season, Lulu tells coach René Girard that nothing less than 42 points and survival would be acceptable. Not that there's significant funds. Henri Bedimo arrived for 2 million euros, but Girard was told to rely on youth team products like keeper Geoffrey Jourdrin, Mapu Yanga Mbiwa, and the mercurial Eunice Belhanda. And there were free signings like Vittorio Hilton, shown the door by Marseille. As for goals, a couple of seasons earlier, Lulu had been impressed by a promising striker at Minot's Tour during a match against Montpellier in the second division. That striker was Giroud, who'd worked hard on his game since that Grenoble rejection. Turning down offers from Celtic and Middlesbrough, Giroud signed for Montpellier to fulfil his dream of playing in Ligue 1. August 2011 and title talks centred on the champions Lille, Lyon, Marseille and especially PSG, who'd just been bought by Qatar Sports Investments. Montpellier were in a different financial league. They had the sixth smallest budget in the division. But that didn't stop them embarking upon a thrilling battle with PSG. Indeed, from October on, only Montpellier and PSG occupied the top two spots. There were highs and lows during a crazy season. After a December loss at unfancied Evian, Girard wished his team an unhappy Christmas holiday, adding that he never wanted to see them again. After that Evian disaster, Nicolas even feared that his team wouldn't win another game that season. But Girard had built a solid, united group, inspired by the so-called Payad spirit, a team that bonded as the season wore on. 2012 started with four straight wins, 
A 2-2 draw at Carlo Ancelotti's PSG in February earned a vital point. Montpellier went top with nine games to spare. Saturday, the 13th of May, 2012. Two matches left and Montpellier are three points clear. A legendary clash against third place Lille at the Mosson. Azar is sensational, but it's goalless in injury time. Then Montpellier hacked the ball out of defence. Giroud controls brilliantly on his chest, charges towards goal and finds Karim Aitfana, who strikes into an empty net. Montpellier snatched the win with the last kick of the game. The Mosson erupts. Keeper Jordan is in tears. But PSG have also won, so it's down to the last day of the season. The 20th of May 2012, the biggest day in Montpellier's history, Girard's team travelled to Auxerre with a three-point lead over PSG. The two leaders' goal difference is identical. Footage of the players on the team bus before the game shows a group that's clearly tense. The excitement of the Lille win has given way to a nervy expectation. With Montpellier needing a point, one of the most memorable nights in Ligue 1 history would follow. Before the game, the heavens open. Vadimo walks over to the Montpellier fans behind the goal. We're going to need you tonight, he said. We really need you. <laughs> 20 minutes in, disaster for Montpellier. Olivier Capo gives the hosts the lead. But with 12 minutes later, Nigerian forward John Utaka has made it 1-1. Meanwhile, PSG have gone behind at Lorient. While the focus is on Montpellier's celebrating fans, suddenly there's a disturbance at the other end. Orzair's supporters are furious. Their team is getting relegated and they throw objects onto the pitch. The match is delayed. PSG scored two quick-fire goals. It's still 1-1 in Orsay and Montpellier are in the dressing room, knowing defeat would mean the end of their title dream. But a brilliant late goal from Utaka seals a 2-1 win. Montpellier champions for the first and only time in their history. With 21 league goals, Giroud was launching his top-level career. One that would see him become a World Cup winner and France's all-time top goal scorer. All a far cry from that rejection at lowly Grenoble. On the pitch after that final victory, he tells reporters, this is incredible. It's why you play football to win titles, to experience moments like this. For Montpellier, it's just amazing. C'est indescriptible. C'est tu joues au foot pour pour être champion de France, pour vivre des moments comme ça, pour gagner des coupes, gagner des titres. Et c'est c'est exceptionnel pour pour Montpellier. Well, what a season that was. I I even remember as a as a PSG fan at that stage. Um, finding it really hard to be disappointed just because Montpellier was such an incredible story. I think it's probably, for, for English football fans, a Leicester-type moment. This was, this was a club that were in the second division, you know, three years before that. Uh, they, had a, they had a remarkable rise. And you talk about fairy tales and Lulu Nicolin, who'd spent his, you know, fortune in, in that, in building this club up. Um, they were just a cool club with a with a good identity, and they finally won something for the first time ever. They'd had this is the club that had had Eric Cantona and and Carlos Valderrama, 
when they won the French Cup in 1990. I mean, that's a cool club if you've got that in your <laughs> in your history books. Um, but never even looked like winning the league, never ever. And they did it with not only you know someone like John Utaka, a journeyman, hugely talented, but but scoring goals. Olivier Giroud, who, as we heard, had been around, who'd been top scorer with Tour um, the year before in the second division. Uh, Hilton, the veteran, the veteran Brazilian. But then they did it with a bunch of kids that came through the ranks there. Eunice Belonda, um, Aid Fana, uh, these guys that were just midfielders, Yangambiwa, these guys that were Geoffroy Jordren, who'd been to Clairefontaine but was, had come up and had been at the club for years. I mean, it was it was it was incredible, and and it was this thing that this feeling that Paris Saint Germain weren't ready yet. Paris Saint Germain still had all the trappings of a Paris Saint Germain. JJ, you can confirm this that that only had two league titles in their entire history before. Well, up until that point, they'd still only had two league titles: one in '86, one in '94, and they were a cup side. Paris Saint Germain were a cup side that just for some reason could never win a league title. Everything had to be perfect for them to win a league title. And here it looked like it was going to continue forever, no matter the Qatari investment. Yeah, and I think as well, it's it's quite easy to sort of forget what happened during that season as well, because PSG started the season uh, under uh, Uncle Antoine Comboare, but finished it under Carlo Ancelotti's watch. There was a number of transfers made sort of in the mid-season with the likes of Thiago Motta arriving, Maxwell as well, uh, you know, but plenty of talent in that PSG side. And I think, you know, many people really expected that PSG would just sort of uh, you know, um, bulldoze their way to the title immediately. And obviously that was proven not to be so. I have very fond memories of a fantastic 2-2 draw between PSG and Montpellier where Alex, the, the Brazilian, famed for his uh, cannon uh, and his uh, ability to, to shoot from range, uh, scored the opening goal. Uh, and I think he had uh, Belanda and uh, Utakas both scoring for Montpellier and Guillaume Moreau, uh equalising later on for PSG. But it wasn't enough because it was essentially sort of a battle at that point between the top two sides in the league. Uh, and just sort of going back to your point, I mean, there were just so many phenomenal names that were coming through for, for Montpellier at that time. You had Remy Cabela, you had Benjamin Stambouli as well. It was, you know, it was a really solid team you know they had guys come through a bit later like Morgan Sanson but you know I don't think from memory he was there at the time that they won that league untitled but it was just it, it, you know it, it felt like it was meant to be from you know sort of a few months before the end of that season you know PSG were having some teething issues and we all know that the failure for PSG to, to win that league untitled led to the likes of Thiago Silva, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Marco Verratti, Ezekiel Lavezzi all coming in later on that year uh, in the summer ahead of the following season when PSG finally did get it over the line. But uh, no, it was a, it was a fantastic, uh, you know, tussle. Uh, and like you said earlier on in the show, uh, you know, to, to see uh, Lulu Nicola, you know, celebrating, we, we've celebrated him for years for his phenomenal quotes and, and sort of his, his analogies of, uh, of things. But, you know, to see him sort of with his punk hairstyle, I think he had his hair sprayed like orange and blue to celebrate the title. But those scenes were phenomenal. As much as sort of the disappointment was massive in Paris that they didn't get the immediate Ligue 1 title, uh, you know, there was, uh, you know, a real heartwarming aspect to that Montpellier title triumph. 